welcome to Unpain Clinic Podcast. Here, you will learn how to resolve stubborn pain for muscles, tendons, joints. How to increase your athletic performance, optimize your biological age, and look naturally with long-lasting results. I'm your host, Yuran Berisha, founder and visionary of Unpain Clinic. Stay tuned. I hope you love it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unpain Clinic podcast. My name is Jillian, and I'm the marketing director here at Unpain. And joining me today to talk about a very important topic is Carmen Spears, our clinic and claims manager. Hi, everyone. We also have Dr. Lucina Barcelo, our chiropractor in clinic with us. Uh, she's coming at us from another location. Hi, Lucina. How are you today? I'm good, ladies. How about yourselves? We're good. good. We're Thank doing you. good. We are excited to sit here and talk to you guys about motor vehicle accidents and how you can get benefits and heal from them. We are in Edmonton, Alberta. And if you look outside on the day that we are recording this, there's going to unfortunately probably be a lot of car accidents because it is quite miserable. I actually saw one on my way into the clinic and I was, there was already a fire truck there, but I was like, should I just stop and hand out a business card real yeah. quick? But uh, being serious, everyone drive safe today if today is the day you're listening or any other snowy day. Um, but we are just trying to inform people of all the accident benefits that you are entitled to because a lot of people don't know. Yeah, raise awareness a little bit. So I was in a car accident um, just over two years ago. So it was Carmen. And both of us, if we didn't work at Unpain Clinic, would not have known that we no, had no. Un, had accident benefits. So I ended up coming for my entire protocols, for some treatments afterwards. And if I wouldn't have literally been on my way to work when I got my car accident and walked in the door and said I was just rear-ended and everyone went, oh my gosh, you need to fill out this, you need to get this assessment and told me exactly what to do, I probably would still be dealing with whiplash from that accident two years ago. Yep, same here. I've actually been in two separate car accidents since three separate car accidents since I've She's a great driver. <laughs> Only one was my fault, which we'll get to. <laughs> I still was entitled to accident benefits even when you're at fault. And that's a huge thing that people don't know. But um, I was in accidents back to back January 4th and January 5th. I was having a great couple of days there and then finished my protocol here is doing great. And a month or two later, after I finished my protocol, is again I got hit. So uh, I just finished up my two years of protocol, and I'm into the next part. So I personally have a lawyer for my claim. Not everyone needs lawyers, but we have such unique experience here of dealing with motor vehicle accidents from start to finish. And like we said, a lot of people don't know the process, and so that's why we're kind of doing this podcast. We want to spread awareness for it. Yeah, I think a lot of people end up suffering from a car accident because things are expensive. It's expensive to get treated. And especially oftentimes, I went to a doctor right after I was in my car accident, which you don't have to do. You actually don't have to go to a doctor um, to get assessed. A physiotherapist or our chiropractor, Dr. Lucina, can do your assessment. And so I was really grateful for Unpaid Clinic and for coming here to be able to get treated that I have been out of protocol for almost two years and have been feeling great. So it's huge. So we're just going to kind of go through exactly what you need to know if you're in a car accident, um, everything that 
we didn't know when we were in our car accident and Carmen's going to take you through kind of the admin side of it. We have Dr. Lucina who's going to take you through how she would treat you, what her assessment looks like, what her different protocol plans are so that you kind of know what you would expect um, from your treatments. So first thing, just like starting very simple, Carmen, I was just rear-ended. What do I do? First things first, don't panic. It happens very, very often, especially in Edmonton, Alberta, especially in Canada. The roads that we have are crazy. So it does happen, it happens way more often than you think. And I think the biggest thing is when you get a little tap on your bumper there, people don't think that that can cause issues. Um, so the first thing you want to do, we're not looking at the um, injury side yet, but the first thing you want to do if you're in an accident is you want to make sure you're taking note of the time, place, where you're at. If you're severely injured, stay put. Someone will be there to help you. But if you're able to get out of the vehicle and chat with the person, you want to make sure you get their information. So that means you want their insurance, their name, their phone number. You want to report it to your insurance immediately. And they recommend that you file a police report for anything over $2,000 damage. I recommend personally file a police report anyway, regardless of the number that was done. You never know where um, MBAs are going to take you, especially in terms of injury. Whiplash can be such an ongoing process. You want to make sure you have all your ducks in a row. And personally, you never know how much body shops are going to charge nowadays. A lot of insurance companies have their regulated body shops that they go through, but mine was a little fender bender. I thought it was going to be a couple hundred dollars. Mine was over three grand. So I always recommend uh, filing a police report as well. And then from there, once you've gotten in touch with your adjuster and your insurance company, if you're not feeling so great, make sure you go for an assessment. So that's where you pick up the phone and call Unpain Clinic and come see us for chiro assessment or physio. You can start with either. And so just to note on that, usually when you phone your insurance company, they should ask you if you're injured. Um, if you're feeling even just like the slightest bit sore, say yes. I kind of at first when I phoned my insurance company was like, man, I'm feeling okay. It was, I'm fine. And they didn't send me anything on my accident benefits. They don't want to have to pay all of that out. Right. Like insurance companies, we, can all, yeah. we all know they don't want to pay. Um, so make sure that you let them know that you're probably going to follow up with some, with an assessment and that you want to use your accident benefits. So just knowing that you have that right, they're not going to push it on you if you don't know about it, unfortunately. That is really unfortunate. And something you want to be aware of too, is going into shock after an accident, even a little fender bender, your body has adrenaline rushing. You might not feel the extent of your injuries until weeks later. So we always recommend getting an assessment done as soon as possible. And once you've contacted your insurance company, gotten your assessment done, you have that process going. So if you're realizing, oh my goodness, my neck is hurting a few weeks later, we can continue with that process. Yeah. So just like touch with Lucina there, um, when someone comes in, do you often find that in that first like 24, 48 hours after the accident that they have the symptoms, but they are in shock or that they worsen in the time frame after like the more time that passes? Generally, when I see patients post MVA within the first 24 to 48 hours, typically they have not presented with everything that they're going to present with. So generally we will create some type of treatment plan and within 
one to two weeks after they're showing some new and different things that weren't initially on the assessment. And Carmen is absolutely right. Some injuries do take time to develop or those injuries will become more irritated with, you know, strains from daily life, from work. So something that didn't initially seem incredibly severe or seem very minor is now something that's causing a lot more symptomatology. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So very important to book an assessment and get that done and know that you can come in. So there is um, a time frame within they have to come in or they can come in anytime. What's that look like for? So with motor vehicle accidents, you have up to two years to receive treatment after. Um, however, you need to have reported the accident within 10 days. So if you haven't reported your accident and then suddenly six months later, you're like, oh my gosh, all my body hurts everywhere, but you didn't report it, then we're going to be in some serious trouble. But we always recommend getting started as soon as possible. Like we said, with the assessment, even if you're feeling okay, we can come back. And those are good things to have. It's a big thing to remember that the adjusters aren't the injury specialists, they're the billing specialists. So they're not going to quite have that expertise, whereas we will. Yeah, totally. And so when you say report it, you're report it to your insurance report company. Report it to your insurance company. company. Yeah. Perfect. So a question that I've been asked on the phone here and that I had is if you use your accident benefits, is your insurance premium going to go up? Is it something that they're going to try and like, like, am I better off to just not use it and suffer because now all of a sudden I'm going to have to pay $4,000 a year? So this is a huge question. Your accident benefits, you're paying for every month with your insurance already. If you're at fault in an accident, your insurance premium may go up regardless. Yeah, that's not usually related to accident yeah, benefits. Yeah, it's not related to your accident benefits at all. Um, they can't fault you for using your accident benefits. That's what you're paying for. If your house burns down and you have house insurance and it's not your fault, or even if it was an accident, things like that, your premium may go up, may not go up, but you're still going to get that benefits towards it. Right. So don't be afraid to use it. Is don't what we're be saying. afraid to use it. And the biggest um, PSA that I can come up with is make sure when, if you're the person who gets hit, especially do not let the person who hits you say, oh, we'll just settle this with cash. That's a huge red flag because you don't know the extent of your injuries and you will not be entitled to those accident benefits then. A lot of people will do things like that to avoid their premiums going up. Um, nowadays, though, a lot of insurance companies are coming up with things like accident forgiveness and everything like that. In Canada, especially, it happens all the time. They're called accidents for a reason. Yeah, sometimes being rear-ended because of ice, like, I mean, that's not necessarily the person's fault, right? days like this yeah it's hard hard to be called at fault when you were trying to slam all the brakes and it was just icy exactly um, um and with that it is your insurance company that's paying for the accident benefits it's not the person who hit you or who you hit or it's it's your insurance so, so that is something people often don't realize either is they think that if someone rear-ended them it's going to be the person the other person's insurance that pays for their accident benefits it's not yeah, so we'll, we'll touch on that as well. Um, 
insurance is such a tricky thing and they don't teach you about it and you don't know until you know I've heard a lot of people being like oh I don't want to go through with a lawsuit because it was an accident it was wasn't really their fault it just happened you have to remember they're paying insurance everybody is covered up to a certain amount we're not suing them in particular we're suing their insurance company to make sure we're getting fair compensation for what happened because pain and suffering, um, chronic pain, those are all real things, but their premium's not going to go up because of it. They're just already paying for that. That's what they're paying for. There's yeah, I think a huge scope in that. It takes a lot to like look through your insurance policy and realize that you actually pay, you don't just pay for like one thing that your car is not stolen like you when you pay collision has many different parts of it other than just like the crash it's the liability right there's exactly. reasonably liability insurance yeah um all of that um so another thing that people often are unsure of is if they need to have a lawyer before calling us absolutely not okay With lawyers there is a minor injury guidelines cap anyway on any settlement that you're going to get if you have soft tissue injury. So for most people, that cap is going to absolutely apply and you will not exceed it. So getting a lawyer doesn't always make the most sense because they're just taking from your capped amount anyway. I mean, if obviously healthcare professionals, um, you know, we're, we're trying to give you a prognosis and if we think there's a, you know, a major reason why you won't get better or might need to hire a lawyer because we predict chronicity, of course, we're going to tell you, right? Totally. Totally. Let's, yeah, let's talk about paperwork because that's a part that like, I, I was terrified of. I got, a, I got four pages of forms in my email after this. So there is a form that you have to fill out before coming in for the assessment, right? Absolutely. We, it's called an AV1. We can provide it on site for you though. So that's kind of your initial um, appointment, initial form for your adjuster and for your insurance company. It's just a basic um, information and what happened, where is your pain, like everything for them to have it in writing. And then we go through from there and I can submit that for you. You can submit it yourself. We're really good on our end with dealing with insurance companies through and through. So it's not we, it's Carmen. <laughs> she will fight for you. She will talk to your adjuster. She will make sure that everything is on the same page. She will not let you come in for appointments that have not been approved so that we don't end up chasing you down for money later. Like that is not what we want to do. We want to help you get better. And Carmen will absolutely fight with your adjuster to make sure that if, if we, if Dr. Lucina says that you're not improving as fast as we wanted and you need to come in for more shockwave and your adjuster is trying to say that no, Carmen will fight for you. So you don't actually have to be knowledgeable at all. I was not, I knew nothing. Um, that is, we are here to support you on the therapy side, but we also have a fantastic claims manager to be able to help support you on the paperwork and admin side of things as well. And I think with that as well, with me have been in several car accidents, I've been through the process on the client side, I've been through on the admin side, I have fought with adjusters on the daily, um, seen approvals not go through and fixed that. There's so much that 
you wouldn't know from either side. And now I have both perspectives. So I am there from you, like there for you through and through. It's, it's a lot more complex than people think. And adjusters at the end of the day and insurance companies all the time, they just don't want to pay. So they're going to try and work every which angle, but we have an amazing team of therapists as well. And our goal is to get you better. So we don't ask for outrageous things. We make sure that we're staying within our means and asking for reasonable things with each request. Yeah, we're definitely not trying to just keep you in the, like our whole motto at Unpink Clinic is actually that we never want to see you again if you come in for shockwave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like we don't, we don't want you to keep coming in because you're, that means you're in pain. So same thing with MBAs. Every MBA client that comes to our doors, we want to one day be able to say goodbye, have a good life. We never want to see you again type thing. Um, and that is kind of just how we run things. So we've kind of touched on assessments a little bit. We've already said that a doctor doesn't have to do it. Um, we have Dr. Lucina. I mean, I say doctor doesn't have to and then call you doctor. Uh, like general practitioner, medical doctor does not need to do it. You can have a chiropractor or a physiotherapist do your assessment. Um, we have Dr. Lucina here. We also have a physiotherapist here. So we have the assessment in-house. We do the paperwork of your assessment. Um, but what if I come in for an assessment and they won't pay for it? So that's very rare that that happens. Okay. Um, you're entitled to an assessment once with each practitioner. So you get covered for a physiotherapy assessment and a chiropractic assessment. So this is understandable because insurance companies don't want you jumping all over clinics, all over town, getting assessments at everyone every day. So we understand that aspect of it. That is maybe the only time you'd have to pay out of pocket is for an additional assessment, but we try to keep you with us once um, you've seen us the first time. So most of the time you don't have to pay for an assessment. So another thing to kind of note on that is we do have pretty much everything in house to be able to treat you. We have tons of massage therapists. We have a chiropractor. We have physio. Um, we have shockwave therapy, like we have acupuncture, we actually have pretty much everything. But if you have done your assessment at another clinic and they are only a, um, only a chiropractic clinic and you think shockwave would maybe help or massage would maybe help, you can still come to us. If one of our therapists needs to do an assessment, if you've already had an assessment done with a chiro, you would need to see the physio or then you would have to pay out of pocket for that chiro assessment. But you could go right into massage without Absolutely. another assessment. So, yeah. um, so we like to keep everything in house cause we have everything in house that you can do. But if you are somewhere else that has already started one of the modalities, you can absolutely still come, come to us and things should be, will be covered. Just maybe not that same assessment. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Lucina, we're going to pop back over to you and talk about a little bit on what you look for in an assessment. So if someone comes in, um, what is kind of your protocol? What questions do they need to answer? What should they expect when they're coming in for their initial assessment from you? So when patients come in for an initial assessment, um, we always like to get the details of what happened in their accident, um, find out the mechanism of injury. We get a summary, a list of all the different areas that may be injured or hurting. And then we ask a little bit more detail about what type of pain, et cetera. 
um, we find out a little bit about your background as well. So it is important to us what your general health was like before the accident. It's important to know if you had maybe neck pain or back pain even before you were in the accident. Um, and then we also look at whether you have any what's called comorbidities. So perhaps you have diabetes or something like that as well. Um, and that's okay. It's just to get a good history of what your problem is. And so then after that, um, typically we'll put you through a physical exam and it's usually not invasive or anything very scary. It's typically simple stuff. So checking your ranges of motion, um, having a feel of any tight muscles or joints just to see what's going on. There may be some special tests as well that we'll perform just depending on how you're feeling. And then sometimes, depending on what we see, we may refer you for some imaging, but that's a very big may. <laughs> so it's not a given that you will need an x-ray, ultrasound, MRI after you've been in an accident. There are actually guidelines within Canada that we use, um, one of them being the Canadian C-spine rules. Uh, for necks that help us determine, do you fit into a category where we suspect that you may have something going on that needs imaging? So if your practitioner, whoever you see, physio, chiro, medical doctor, doesn't immediately send you for imaging, don't freak out. <laughs> it's because there's a reason um, for them not to, or they don't necessarily need the imaging to provide, you know, the same great type of care. Um, after we have completed that full assessment we if it's safe to treat you and assuming that you would like us to treat you then we'll run through what we feel is a good plan for you so we'll tell you how many visits we feel you need over what time period with what types of providers and what types of modalities might be helpful for getting you better um, and when i say better i should say back to pre-accident status so if you came in with neck pain prior to your accident, um, we are not looking to get you to zero neck pain ever again. We want to make sure that you're at least back to where you were before the accident, whatever that is, and hopefully better. But um, <clears throat> we just want to be realistic with what we're, you know, what level we're working to. Um, and then once we've had that lovely chat, you can kind of pick from that buffet of things and we'll create a great plan working with you with your preferences and, you know, how you feel about things. And then we will start treatment. Awesome. And that is one thing that's fantastic about Dr. Lucina and our whole clinic is that with having as many modalities as we do, we don't have to just, when she makes her game plan with you, it's not going to be, I want to see you three times a week for Cairo. Like it'll probably be a little bit of Cairo, maybe some manual physio, probably a couple massages, like really use everything because everything does treat differently. Right. And so um, Dr. Lucina is really good for that, for making sure that you get everything that you want done, right, Lucina? Yeah, I think our emphasis here is always on collaborative care. So I don't work in a bubble and you shouldn't get treated in a bubble. And it's also on using, you know, the best evidence for what's out there in terms of how can we help you and making sure that you're comfortable with those treatment choices as well. So I'm not going to propose something and have you be absolutely uncomfortable with it and say, nope, this is what we need to do. We can absolutely accommodate your comfort and your feelings about treatment within the clinic. 
Yeah, totally. And some people like the thought of having their neck cracked makes them want to scream. So it's good that you're willing to do other things as well, if that is so. Don't be scared away by the fact that maybe you're coming in for your initial assessment with a chiropractor. Like she's not just going to stand there and crack your neck right off the bat. We're going to make sure everything you do is what you want. Absolutely. And that's something we want to emphasize as well. Be open and honest with your practitioners. If you're uncomfortable with something, they're not going to be offended. Everyone's got their own preferences. And if you hate massage with a passion, we can work around that. Our game plan for you is what we think is best to get you better. And if you're uncomfortable with certain things, it might backtrack your mindset. Your body might not respond, right? There's huge mind body connection with these things as well. And we're here to work with you, not against you. So make sure you're, you're speaking up to us. We are here to help. Yeah, absolutely. Our entire thing, um, like reasoning behind everything we do with MBAs, including this podcast is to help you. Yeah. I think Dr. Lucina as well has great thoughts on this. We're such a collaborative clinic here. I'm constantly chatting with them as well. I probably drive Lucina and our physiotherapist nuts on the daily. Isn't that right, Lucina? No, I'm honestly, I'm happy that you guys ask questions about the process, right? Like just because multiple patients may have the same diagnosis, like a whiplash injury, doesn't mean that they shouldn't get wonderful personalized care. And having you guys know what types of things Jade and I do or can do is awesome because then you can suggest to patients too, if they talk to you about something that they love, hate, whatever. Totally. Totally. So we're going to kind of move in now, um, to what the protocols typically look like for, um, when you're in a car accident. So there's, there's in protocol care, there's out of protocol care and the protocols, like we've said, are very personalized. We don't, there's no cookie cutter, um, but there is like the MBA rules behind the protocols, correct? Yeah. So there's Alberta regulations for MBA. So they have injury caps, they have, um, what in protocol you're allowed to do, what you're allowed to do out of protocol. Um, There is a lot of rules and guidelines we need to follow. And this is where it's great on our end to make sure that we're on top of things, because as a person, we just want you to focus on healing. All of this back end stuff would overwhelm you. It overwhelms me on the daily sometimes with how many rules and regulations we have to go through. Um, If we're talking just in protocol, in general right now, there is several different names for it. So you can call it in protocol, you can call it section A. Section A is typically what you'll hear the most besides in protocol. And that is your first 90 days after your accident. So depending on what you're diagnosed with and what treatment plan um, your practitioner recommends, you'll be allowed a certain number of treatments for that 90 days or section A in protocol. If you reach that number of treatments first, then you're out of protocol, even if it's before the 90 days are up, or if you don't finish your treatments in that a lot of time from 90 days, then you're out of protocol. Um, From there, If you move to outer protocol, it means you're not doing better and that we are moving into the rest section B or out of protocol for up to two years. But our goal is to never see you for two years. We want to send you home before that. Yeah. So when you're doing your assessment, Lucina, you kind of are what 
decides what that protocol is kind of looking at. Um, is that where you would look at kind of the injuries for, I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> how would, so when you're in protocol with the assessments, how do you determine who, what, how, how do you, <laughs> how do you decide kind of like, what does that process look like to figure out if they're needing 21 treatments, if they're needing 10 treatments, if they're needing massage, physio, chiro, because that's typically what you see, right? Is that there's a mix of all three in that protocol? Yeah, so um, a lot of it is based off of actually the exam findings. So history is important, but how a patient is presenting to us, um, what we're visibly seeing, what we're feeling, really sort of makes the most difference as to how we classify them um, within the MVA protocols that are given to us. So um, obviously, typically people who are, you know, suffering from more severe symptoms are going to need a little bit more treatment. Um, there's actually, like, you can have any kind of injury from a from a car accident, from like a broken arm to whiplash to a low back sprain or a concussion. But, um, but the most common one is whiplash. And whiplash is actually graded, believe it or not, um, from grade one all the way up to grade four. But the most common that we see is grades one and two whiplash. Grade one is typically less severe, um, you know, fairly minor injuries. Grade two is everybody else who ends up with, with neck pain and discomfort. Um, so most people fall into that grade two category, but of course there are exceptions. And when we have, let's say a grade two type of injury, the way that we decide what they need is through a combination of things, evidence, preference, and really clinical know-how. Um, so I've been at this for about a decade. I've seen tons of whiplash injuries and you just get a bit of a feel for, I think this thing and that thing will be helpful. Um, and then you combine that with what the person loves or hates. So I have patients who um, love massage, hate chiropractic, and that's okay. They hang out with me for an assessment. I provide education and advice, and I let them do some other things, right? Um, it all comes down to, to those three pillars. Awesome. Yeah. And then the number of treatments and stuff all gets run through the claims manager. It gets approved. And you're usually sent an email from your adjuster to telling you what your protocol looks like and where you get to go from there. Like I said, you can do it all in our clinic. Um, when I was in my accident two years ago, Dr. Lucina was not working with us yet. So I had to go to a different chiropractic clinic. It was really sweet because it was still covered and I just had to keep note. That was before I actually took over claims. So we work pretty closely with other clinics if you're going to them now. So I'm typically if you're seeing someone else and doing protocol with this person and that person and whoever and we want to make sure you're staying within um, your allowed treatments i typically reach out to them on the weekly and say have you seen jillian this week for treatment how many times what date because we do have to keep track if jill comes and sees us on thursday the second but she also saw her cairo on thursday the second 21 treatments if 
she's at 20 and she saw Cairo first, that's her 21 and she would have to pay us or vice versa, things like that. So yeah. I've actually upped that protocol for us and I'm able to keep track of that now too. So just, I guess, make sure that if you're going somewhere else, you let us know. Let us know. Yeah. yeah. So just like I said, we do have everything in house, which is one of the great things about coming to us is we really can take the stress of that side away from you um, because no one wants to deal with paperwork, especially if like I had whiplash and a headache. I don't want to stare at my computer screen trying to reply to an email that I don't even understand to my adjuster with a headache. Like, no, thank you. So, um, so that's kind of what we can do for your protocol. And then after that 90 days or 21 treatments or how many treatments, um, whatever finishes first, you are now considered out of protocol, correct? Yes. So you need another assessment in that time, another Absolutely. Like, so once you finish either your 90 days or 21 treatments or whatever treatments you're approved for, you have to be reassessed. And that reassessment can be as simple as um, we're discharging you. You're better go home, live your life. Or it could be let's get you back in because you're not quite where we want you to be yet. Um, for that, when we talked about assessments, our clinic kind of eats that time. Uh, we don't want to charge you because the insurance company unfortunately does not allow us to charge for reassessment. So we usually just do that ourselves and that's out of the kindness of our hearts and we want to make everyone better. Um, and reassessments are a little bit quicker than the first initial assessment anyway, too. Yeah. Let's have Lucina chime in on that. What yeah. does kind of your reassessment protocol then look like? So I've finished my 21 treatments. I'm coming or 90 days or whatever, and I'm coming in. What am I kind of going to expect for that assessment? Um, fairly similar to the first assessment, actually. So, um, a lot of the background history we'll already know what I'm really looking for is how have you changed? Has anything changed? Are you seeing improvement? Are you not seeing improvement? What's working? What isn't? And at that point, if you are doing amazingly and everything is cool and you're ready to be discharged, then we absolutely will do that. Um, and I will look forward to never seeing you again, hopefully. Um, and if you are still having some issues, maybe not progressing as much as we wished, or you have a more, sometimes more severe injuries take a little longer, um, then we get to have a lovely chat about how we want to go forward. So that can look like anything from asking for more time and more treatments with the same practitioners looking for different practitioners to add to the team. So perhaps you weren't seeing physio before, but nothing has changed, which is Cairo and massage. So now we need to bring in a physio and it might be more beneficial to help you that way. But sometimes it can even go to something called an IME, which is an independent medical exam. And that's what we use sometimes for complex cases where people really aren't showing the improvement that we think they should. And IMEs are usually with an outside chiropractor or medical doctor, and they will do a full history and exam and add their, I guess, second opinion to the mix. And sometimes they will tell you, no, you're doing great. Just keep on the line or they'll recommend other things. Um, the nice thing is too, that we can do is a lot of times in out of protocol or even sometimes in protocol, we're able to access things like psychology. So PTSD after an accident is it's real um, and it affects a lot of people um, like that fear and anxiety with driving. Absolutely. Um, and there's other services that we can help you access in section B as well sometimes. 
Yeah, so out of protocol, out of protocol is quite a bit like more wide. We're not going to get into it as much because to talk about in protocol, it typically looks one of a few ways, but out of protocol can be like Lucina said, it can be that psychologist type um, visits. It can be same treatments, just more. This is often where we bring shockwave in. Um, we don't typically do a lot of shockwave in protocol, but once you get out of protocol, that's where we're going to get a lot more of that shockwave, which of course is what we focus on a lot at this clinic. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you know what it is. <laughs> um, but if you don't, Listen to a different podcast that explains it more. I'm not going to do it right now. We'll let your be the one who says that. He's an expert. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you about that. But that is in that out of protocol is definitely where you're going to see more of the shockwave modality used. Absolutely. Awesome. I think that out of protocol is such a wide range of treatments. Everybody's out of protocol looks different. There is no flat reason rate and that could even be even if we requested the same amount of treatments for every single client that we saw insurance companies don't always approve every single treatment it's it's definitely not black and white and they can be different lengths right like that in protocol is that 90 days always out of protocol um my out of protocol was maybe two months yours was um yours was like borderline the full two years. And the other thing with out of protocol is your actual benefits. So if you have benefits to work, if you pay benefits, they would get billed first before your insurance company gets billed. That's yeah. out of protocol, not in protocol. That's correct? out of protocol. So yeah. any extended healthcare benefits you may have, um, that's not including Alberta healthcare services. We are separate and independent from that, but anything like Jill said, out of like, if you pay for it out of pocket, out of work, um, you would definitely have to submit through that first, which we also direct bill here. So yeah. we can take care of like 99% of the time. Um, and then if you don't have any, though it goes directly to your insurer yeah it's just if your insurance company if you're already paying those benefits they kind of want those to get used yeah to an extent as well um but yeah so out of protocol can look so different so we're not going to get too much into it but if it has been so what if you didn't do the in protocol what if i you know i didn't ever i reported my accident within 10 days because we know you have to do that um, but then that 90 days passed, I didn't realize how bad I was. I didn't go for an assessment. I am now out of protocol. What do I do? Can I come in? Can I get help? You can absolutely come in, um, with out of protocol. Every single thing has to be approved by your insurance company. Even an assessment, even an assessment. So you may Especially have to pay for that first assessment. Typically, um, if you haven't had an assessment, even in protocol, um, you should have coverage for that first assessment. However, every insurance company is different. There's rules and regulations around and loopholes that they love to go through. So everyone's out of protocol looks different. But if you're in within your two years, you did report it to your insurance. Within that two years, you are 100% entitled to see what your benefits will cover, your insurance benefits, your accident benefits. Um, they can't say that it wasn't for sure. and. Yeah, as long as they have record of it, they they, have record. you've been paying those accident benefits, you're entitled to something you're entitled entitled to better. So um, if any time in the last two years you've been in a car accident and you are feeling like maybe you have jaw pain, you have headaches, and you didn't even realize that that's what was causing them, or 
you know, you look back on your timeline, you're like, wow, that was exactly when I started calling in sick for work because I had hip pain or neck pain or something. You are entitled to care still in that two years. So definitely give us a call. And even if you're not in that protocol, we want to help. And again, Carmen will fight for you to try and make sure that your insurance company will cover something because it's not, life's too short to live in pain. Life right? is too short to live in yeah. pain. And everybody's and pain looks different. Everyone's pain looks different and, and it can be the mental side of it. It can be the physical side of it. It can be a combination. Life's too short to live in pain. Come get unpaid. Um, <laughs> yes, Lucina. Oh, I just wanted to say like too, for people who maybe you've started care and you're not feeling so sure about it, or even if you're in out of protocol already and you're not really sure, like, don't be afraid to reach out to us. We, even as healthcare professionals, like we offer free telehealth assessments. We're always happy to get online with you and, and have a chat and, you know, offer some recommendations if we can. Um, and, and, give you some advice like we're here as health professionals to look after people and we always are putting that at the forefront of this clinic people first right first, um first, yeah. so reach out to us absolutely and ask us questions yeah yeah we don't see clinics very often where we say we don't want to see you again. yeah and we <laughs> i mean love that in the nicest possible way <laughs> i love when i say that to people when they're walking out the door and i'm like take care i hope i never see you again and they always are just like what because we yeah. don't. I mean, it's different when you're coming for like monthly massages or something. I'm never going like to say that. Keep and stuff <laughs> yeah. Like that, you know? But when you're coming in from an MBA, like absolutely. Our goal is to get you feeling better. We're not going to just keep dragging you through the mud. And uh, like Lucina said, if something's not working, we're going to try and make a change. You know, if you've been, if you've done your entire protocol of Cairo and massage and then out of protocol, you're still doing a little Cairo and still not feeling better. We're going to add in something else. We're going to try and change it up. We don't want to keep just beating the same drum and it's not working. Exactly. And we have a huge network of people. We work with other clinics very yeah. frequently too. And yeah. we're not going to keep you here if you're not getting better. If we have someone that we think you, you should see, we're going to tell you about it. We're in the business of helping people. And that's just our motto. We want to see you better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that kind of honestly touches on everything that I think it's important for people to know who have been in an accident. Um, just kind of what your first steps are, what you can expect from treatment, how we can help, um, what your protocols look like, what to talk about with your insurance company. Um, but if you ever are in a car accident and have any questions, absolutely give us a call. Um, we're happy to help even if it is just telling you that you need to tell your insurance company that you need maybe one or that like simple questions like that. It's something we deal with and we want to help. So if you're in a car accident, give us a call. Just that should just, that should just, we should be added to, you know, you call your insurance company, you call the police, you call unpaid. That should just be like your standard practice when you're Absolutely. in a car accident. And there's no question too simple. Like I asked this a lot of dumb a, questions when I was in my accident. There so. is no such thing as a dumb question, especially insurance companies and accident benefits you have no clue until you do i had no clue until i worked here i at all i remember i got my email um of when i was in my accident and i was working here at the time but i got my email and it said something about oop 
And I was like, why what is that okay? Like I stared at it for so long. I ended up having to call and I was like, I don't know what this means. Like, what are you telling me? And they were like, that just stands for out of protocol. And I was like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's not yeah. language you're used to seeing or hearing or anything. So there's it's totally, so, there's so many rules and regulations yeah. with it. It's like to this day, I've been doing this for years now and I'm constantly looking and learning and there's yeah. new things constantly. So don't ever feel bad, even if you're just calling because you had a question about it, even if you haven't been in an accident, we're happy to help. Yeah. And you have to remember better. that like people who deal with it every day, they forget what they know from work yeah. versus what they know because it's common knowledge, right? Like when yeah. you're dealing with insurance companies every single day, um, we've even said that I didn't actually even know what MBA stood for for the longest a lot of time. People don't. And it stands for motor vehicle accident for yeah. anyone who is like me. But when you deal with it every day, we just MBA is what we throw out around here that people don't. It's not a common term. We say car accident like that's what common term is. So no question is too simple. You can always give us a call. And um, um, yeah, our phone number 587-400-8666. We have two locations in Edmonton, um, one out of the Derrick Club. One uh, in Summerside, just off 91st Street, Southwest, and both offer um, pretty much everything, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess both have everything. Um, so we can get you in and you can give us a call and we can get you feeling better. So uh, I think that's any last wrap up things from you, Lucina? Nope. Just um, hopefully that people know that we're here for you. That's it. I like it. Thank all right. you so much for your time, Lucina. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all of our listeners out there. Yeah, we we uh, hope that ideally we don't want to see anyone. I don't want anyone to get in a car accident, but um, I know Everybody how the roads. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows everyone someone knows who's been someone. in an accident. Uh, it's the reality, unfortunately, of living in winter conditions as much as we do. So if you've been in an accident it's already unfortunate. Don't, don't lose it because, or don't lose your mind because you can't, you don't, uh, you don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just get help, get treated. Um, and we're, we're happy to help. So thank you so much for your time, everyone. We hope that you have a great day. Uh, hopefully if you're listening to us, it's actually not miserable out, but if it is stay warm, drive safe and take care. Bye.